Welcome to Full of Words, the podcast where Sue and CJ explore the power of language and effective communication to drive business success. Join us for practical insights and thoughtful discussions as we explore compelling book writing and persuasive copywriting strategies while having a few laughs along the way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full of Words podcast. I have my lovely co-host CJ with me and we have an amazing guest today. We have Simone Wood from the Phoenix Tribe and I'm very excited to get to know more about what she does and what she can share with our beautiful listeners. So welcome CJ and welcome Simone. Thank you very much girls. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. I'm really excited actually. So thank you for the invite. No, you're welcome very, very much. So first up, I think it's probably a lot better if we hear from you, Simone, about what you do and what your business is. Would you like to share that with us? Sure. Well, I'm, I guess you would call me a more of a holistic personal trainer, health trainer, fitness coach, and transformation coach coming from more of a new paradigm perspective. And my business is called the Phoenix Tribe, and I help women create radiant health and happiness. And I do that in a couple of different ways. First off with movement programs. So I am a personal trainer, so I use exercise, but I use it more as a healing modality but not in the traditional sense that you might imagine. So not so much the Pilates, slow yogic style, it's fitness training, it's strength training, but it's the way I use my language. In fact, the way I use my words that turns it into medicine and my clients create really an interesting results, I guess, from that perspective. And then I run a transformation program and that's all about helping women really create self-mastery and what that is really in essence is emotional mastery. So once we learn to master our emotions by changing the language we use, because thoughts create feelings, then we change our energetic signature and then we create our world from that place. And that's what I help women to do. Those who are ready to dive deeper into that greater sense of self-awareness. So that in a nutshell is what I do. Oh, well, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Doesn't it? So many questions, so many questions. I'll ask away. Well, that's good. <laughs> oh, well, just you mentioned using the words around the exercise are what make it medicine. Yes. Um, and I note that the Phoenix tribe, I'm guessing that's a reference to the Phoenix rising from the ashes and perhaps women redefining themselves. Is that right? My assumption there? Absolutely. And it comes from my own personal health journey. So I've had lots of ill health. In fact, I've spent most of my young life in hospitals and ER wards and very unwell. And the Phoenix is absolutely a representation of rising through the ashes, the coming through the flames of transmutation, rising through adversity and becoming you again, rebirth, because it's been my journey in this lifetime, which hasn't been an easy one. (laughs) And everything that I teach is as a result of my own personal experience. Because I'm very spiritual myself, so I love that how you have framed what you do. I just think that's brilliant, absolutely brilliant, because, yeah, you're not that usual, typical personal trainer. I love it. Love it. Everything I teach comes from my own heart. It's through direct experience. Like I said, it hasn't been easy, but, you know, I don't, you know, there's always someone worse off than you, right? So even though I've gone through the challenging times, through those challenging times, I was always very well aware that there's always someone worse off than me, but I decided to grow through those challenging times. And then the Phoenix tribe is just a natural expression of me now helping others, expressing and teaching from my own experience in the way that's most natural for me. And I grew up on the stage 
stage dancing as a young, very young child. I started performing. I was the Australian champion baton twirler of all things, which is really unusual in Australia, right? Who heard, who's heard of drum majorettes or baton twirling in Australia? It's such an American <laughs> thing. But I was the Aussie champ in 1988. So I grew up on the stage. I was always performing and feathers and sequins is my thing. And then that whole love of the arts and dance and performance and creativity ushered me into a job for Opera Australia. You know, I was the theatrical hair and makeup artist for Opera Australia. So I was based at the Opera House. And then when I was 27, I woke up one morning, I couldn't move. So I was paralyzed and I I couldn't walk properly without being in excruciating pain. And that sent me down the path of learning how to use exercise to heal my body. So the neurosurgeon told me I'd never be strong enough to have children. I lost the reflex in my left leg. And it was as a result of some severe lower back injury caused from repetitive forward flexion. And that put an end to my career in makeup. And that was my dream job. You know, I hadn't even given any thought to anything other than that. From the age of 12, I knew I was going to be a makeup artist working in the theatre. And so bang, all of a sudden gone. Huge life change. Huge life change, right? And then all of a sudden, like I said, it was terrific that I chose not to have back surgery. (laughs) Now found a terrific physiotherapist who helped me learn how to use specific exercises to heal my spine. And it was because of that experience. And even that physio said to me at the time, Simone, I've never met anybody so motivated to heal. I realized the power of our mind in that mix, in my healing journey there through that time. Because that was a really dark time for me. I was in agony. I was on morphine. I couldn't sit down for 12 months. I was taped from my neck to my tailbone. Mm. All I could do was walk through water. I wasn't allowed to do anything. And then for coming from someone who was a dancer and loved to go to the gym and do aerobics classes, the high-low classes in the 80s, and all of a sudden I was like, nothing. It was really hard, but it was a terrific opportunity for me to grow. And that's why I teach exercise as medicine now. And that's why I bridge the body and the mind in the way that I teach it, because it's the way we think while we move that turns it into medicine. Oh, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I think it's something I just want to pick up on as well. You just said there, Simone, that the doctor told you that you would never be able to carry children. And just from having a doctor say that, it's those words. It's a small sentence, but a huge meaning to somebody and a huge impact. And they're just kind of throwing it out there. You know, they probably said, oh, it's quite unlikely or the repercussions are. They thought they were telling you the truth, but in fact, they're telling you what they see as a possibility. But a lot of people yeah. will believe that. Yeah, absolutely. And the broader perspective of that is, and this is a message that I teach, is that someone else's truth doesn't have to be yours ever. So (laughs) park that for a minute. I said, thank you very much, but no, thank you. And off I went. And I even said, oh, what about physio? And he just laughed at me. No, it's not going to work. And I thought, okay, that's your truth. I didn't know what I know now about the way we work, right? Really on a deeper, broader perspective as energetic beings. But at the time I was 27. I mean, he said to me, you've got to have a back operation, but there's no guarantee. (laughs) I was going to try everything else first. But on that, though, plenty of people would have believed it. And you're right. That is a huge call from a neurosurgeon because there's going to be plenty of people that will take that as gospel. Same thing when I had cancer. They were like, your life's completely going to change now. You have to do everything completely different. I went, no, I don't. I won't be changing anything. I'm still going to do my exercise. I'm still going to work. I'm still going to do all that. This is not going to stop me. I've got two choices. Either let cancer win or I win. Like, you know, I'm I'm driving this bus, not the cancer. Perfect. And, you know, this is sounds like your story too. So we need to be the ones that are in control of all that, not all these other people that think that that's what's best for us. Yes. It's becoming inner directed, isn't it? Moving away from looking outside of ourselves to moving within and trusting our own inner guidance as well and becoming, like you say, we're driving the ship. So (laughs) let's resume that. Let's take our role back as participants in our own healing. 
it's really, really powerful stuff. And it's definitely the message coming from my own experiences of having gone through that myself, for sure. Love it. Yeah. And I think it's brilliant because what we go through on our personal journeys and then to be able to bring that and turn it into something to help others, I think is just so amazing and so beautiful. So I'm so glad that you're doing that as well. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you for that. I really appreciate that. And people that receive our material, they feel it on a different level when it comes from that place of direct experience, personal experience and authenticity, not something we've just read in a book and applying. We've lived it. And you're the person or we're the people that can actually help because we've been through it. We know what it's like. We haven't just read about it, like you say. Yeah, Yeah. there's a different level of empathy and understanding for our participants and our clientele and our members when we know exactly what they're feeling or not, maybe not exactly, but you know, kind (laughs) of when they're going through this stuff, definitely takes everything to another level of connection. So tell me what impact does that all have on the people that you work with? I actually asked them the other day, you know, obviously I was coming onto this podcast. I said, Hey girls, obviously I talk as I talk just naturally, but I'd love to hear it from you. Tell me, how does the language I use when I coach you? This is the girls that are doing my fit body training, my fit body success program on zoom. So I have the small groups of the girls. We get together a few mornings a week and we do their strength training. And afterwards we have a bit of a chat, a bit of a debrief. So it's still a social setting. And I said, I'd love just to hear from you girls. How does the language, the way I speak to you when I'm training you, help you? And they all had a slightly different take on it, which was really interesting. So one of them said, it's just the mindset motivation. She said, Simone, you make us believe we can. So we do. Oh, love that. And she was so <laughs> concise. And let me tell you, this lady, and I've just finished filming a case study of this woman, which will be available through my website. She is phenomenal. This woman, Anna, she started training late in life, strength training. She came to me because she was diagnosed with osteoporosis. She'd never done strength training before in her life. 12 months of dedicated strength training and no more osteoporosis. You know, she's reversed that osteoporosis. She now has osteopenia. She now planks, you know, the plank on your toes where you're down there yeah. over 10 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> this lady's, you know, in her 60s. So yeah. she said to me, Simone, you make us believe we can, so we do. The way you talk to us, it's like, we just want to crash, but we don't because you know how just to say, say what we need to hear at the moment we need to hear it to keep going. <laughs> So that was Anna. She's an exception. She's just really shone through all of this and really taken on board all of the mindset coaching that weaves through the fitness coaching and just created some amazing transformation in her body and has just reversed this illness. But one of the other girls said, I see pictures. When you talk to us, I see pictures. Should I see your words in images? Oh, wow. And she said, I, I see visual. Yeah. She said, I see the images. So she said, oh, you help us to visualize our muscles while we're moving them wow. and see the body strengthening as we're in the moment of moving. So she said, I'm in the moment, but I'm seeing my body moving and I see pictures visual for me. And then the other girl said to me, it's emotion for me. She said, you always remind us to be grateful for being able to exercise while we're here. And she said, the minute you say that to me, my whole body changes because instantly I'm happy to be here. I no longer see exercise as something that I have to do, but I'm happy to be able to do it because a lot of people can't. So I use it to generate a lot of emotion. And when the minute we generate emotion, we're really changing the way we feel and what we do. So the physical body responds to that change in the emotional state. And when they're in gratitude, then obviously they're more receptive as well when we talk about the feminine principle. So it's very much for me about using language to help people come into energetic balance of the masculine and feminine. So being while they do rather than doing, doing, doing. You know, I get a lot of women that come to me and they're chronically exhausted because they're in competitive jobs. They're stressed. They're always doing and they just want to be more while they do. And I teach them to do that while they're doing an exercise session. So I do it by stealth. So I'm teaching presence, (laughs) helping them give expression to their feminine principle 
inward focus while they're doing an outward expression, that's energetic balance and that heals the physical body. So there's lots of that going on at the same time. That's sort of in essence what happens. So they get more benefit from the time they spend exercising because I'm helping them to be more motivated, create visualization, feel a more empowering emotion. So their body responds to that. So they get more benefit from the time they put into exercise. So we're maximizing the time they spend exercising, but then also on a deeper level, a more energetic or broader perspective or spiritual level, if you will, it's helping people come back into energetic equilibrium because that was my second health crisis was after the birth of my second child was when I lost all quality of life. And I spent close to 12 months in bed with severe chronic fatigue and no doctor could help me. Mainstream or alternative physician could help me. And I was forced to turn inward for healing. Mm. I was actually forced to go inside of me. And through that process, I had my spontaneous spiritual awakening and realized who I am, right? As eternal creative being. It was actually a blessing. Yeah. But now that weaves through everything. Now I don't get too metaphysical on it when I'm doing the training because, you know, take Mm. it or leave it for a lot of people, right? But it weaves, it can't help but weave through Mm. my material because it's who I am now. So I understand how we operate, you know, that broader perspective. So it's about that understanding that there's no separateness, no separation between all of those multidimensional aspects of us. So When we honor and look after ourselves entirely, when we're nurturing all those beautiful facets of us, the diamonds that we are, you know, the energetic side influences and always speaks to the physical. And the physical is simultaneously influencing our life force energy. So there's a constant dynamic and interplay. And so that is always woven through everything I teach. So it's the intention that we were chatting about before. It's the intention woven within the language that is what is felt by my clients. And oftentimes they can't touch on that. They don't know what it is. They feel it but they don't actually know what it is. Right. I do a lot of my healing work by stealth. <laughs> it's just sort of woven, <laughs> woven through everything that I do. Yeah. Really, it's working, especially with that feedback from those clients. That's yeah, it is. It is. And it's lovely to hear that because it's one thing to do what you do, but then to hear that lovely feedback from the girls and to know that they're receiving you and everybody receives you differently, of course, according to them, but they're all receiving it differently in a way that benefits them. That's perfect <laughs> for them ultimately yeah no it's beautiful i love that so you did mention that you have a book in you but you yes yes (laughs) it's interesting it's going to be a picture book it's going to blend my art It's sort of like a documentation of my spiritual awakening, if you will, and a lot of the work that I'm doing on a quantum mechanical level. So I work with the quantum fields and the galactic chakra systems, and I'm creating a new program called Light Body Dynamics, which is all about the galactic chakras coming online. So working from that level and bringing in a lot of quantum healing through art now, which is interesting. So the book is going to be very much around all of that. So I was starting to bring in some art and there'll be words that will be woven through that. Looking forward to that book. Something you know quite a bit about as well, Sue. Yeah. healing yeah. through art yeah yes. so it's very interesting I knew there was a book coming I just didn't know, quite know what it was going to look like so it's just started landing now <laughs> love it love it have you got anything else CJ that you'd like to ask or say so many things I think like your client said Simone about seeing pictures I see pictures too when you talk <laughs> but you? then I often do I get images it just made me think of the funny image because often my mind is trying to entertain me and make me laugh of the old school, old style personal trainers yelling at people to get them to do exercise. And it's sort of funny, but also not when you think back to that style and how people really didn't like it. And when it's still, pers- I have a few friends who are personal trainers, they still fight against that perception of that's what a personal trainer does is yells at people to get you to do work. Yeah. <laughs> it just reminds me as well that we're 
in some ways so naive in all of these concepts and ways in which we do things, just believing purely in science and accepting that that has been knowledge and not believing in all of these other ways of being and ways of listening and talking and how much an impact of words can make, even a few words to somebody's day. Oh, just is incredible. A case of a lot of people now unlearning, isn't it? What we've been taught and realizing that we're about relearning. And that's the transformation program that I run. It's just about that. It's about teaching women that, okay, where did those beliefs come from? Where did you learn that? A lot of it comes from well-meaning parents. Our parents didn't know any different. You know, I had the surround sound negative talk growing up as well. That's why I was sick all the time. We learn what not to be as well or not. We can either become like what we are surrounded by or we choose a different path. We always have the choice. Yep. But you're right. Interestingly, people are very surprised when they train with me around that because when you come and train with me, I don't exactly look like a hard taskmaster, but interestingly, these women are achieving phenomenal results, but more by through the path of least resistance. They're still going, putting their bodies through stress because the physical body actually likes that, but they're doing it in this sort of multidimensional way. So it's an easier process. It's an enjoyable process. There are still plenty of other probably old school trainers out there that are doing that stuff. And maybe some people maybe still resonate with that. But the good thing is there are plenty of people that are resonating with this more balanced approach. The women that I work with tend to be, we're not that sort of get bikini body ready in 12 week group. We're more about, not so much about how we look, it's about how we feel and wanting to live in a body that feels easy to move around in. Loving our body, nurturing our body, knowing that the body isn't who we are. We have one and we want to look after it to get us around so we can bring our passions and our purpose through into this expression that is the earthly realm. But hey, let's just look after it and connect with it and know that we're not separate from it either. And also I was going to really talk about Nikki, who's done some of the transformation coaching with me in the Radiance program and talking about that language and those truths and those beliefs. It's just going to be a simple case of just reframing, can't it? Choosing a different line of thought. And we do a lot of work. You know, you girls are all about the words, but very much around writing a new story. I say that, you know, when they come along, one of the first activities they do is, okay, let's write a new story. First of all, let's be aware of the story you're telling yourself. And is that story serving you? And then let's rewrite it because you always can. And Mm -hmm. it's all it is, is simply what all I'm doing with these activities is helping people to bring attention into the words they use, the thoughts they think, what they believe, and then noticing and questioning, introducing the pause, introducing consciousness into the mix rather than just having knee-jerk reactions to everything. The minute you introduce that pause and introduce maybe better questions for yourself, how could I look at this situation differently so I feel better about it? Then you become a conscious and deliberate participant in your experience and you're not just a victim in life, you're actually a conscious creator in life. And that's very much what this is about. And as we hear within, of course, then the world will reflect back at us the difference. So it's all about the work is with us. What is within us is work on becoming the qualities that we seek in the world first inside of us. When we embody those qualities, the world will reflect that back at us. I think that's one of the most powerful things I've started to learn still on the process as the years go by of going, hang on, this doesn't have to be the way the story is. And recognizing when people have told you how you are, you're like this, you do that going, no, I don't. And or, or recognizing maybe I do, but I don't want to anymore. And I'm going to think about why it might be and, and change, change the outcome. And I think yes. that it's so empowering when you go, it's so empowering. I can do this. I can change this story. Terrific. And it's wonderful to hear that. And it's not a lot of people want to go there though. 
you got to want to go there mm. because it takes consistent application of your conscious application of effort initially, right? So it's like building your bicep. <laughs> you know, you've got to constantly push it against pressure and resistance to build up your muscle, your physical muscle, just like your emotional and your mental and your energetic muscle and endurance takes constant application. And it's one thing to sit with people and do an affirmation session or a meditation session, but then they park it and they think, oh, good, I've done that now. So now I'm going to be different. But, you know, it <laughs> uh-uh, doesn't work that way. It takes dedication. And with that comes the motivation to really want to change in your maintenance we need to just continually maintain yeah it's just like a car you need to get it all fixed and maintained otherwise it's going to stop and won't work yeah and it's but it's true yeah and what you were saying cj about becoming so it's empowering because again you're becoming inner sustained aren't you you're not being thrown here there and everywhere by what life gives you you're actually choosing to change the way you're viewing a situation or the story you give it or the meaning you attribute to something and then instantly you feel better about it it almost when i recognized it it almost felt like i was cheating like i can <laughs> i can just change the way I think about something and like I don't have to do this the way I've always done it and I went wow okay it's great it's so (laughs) empowering because it means that the situation outside of you doesn't need to change but you change and then everything outside of you looks different that's what this client of mine experienced she was having extreme depression with a family situation and she said to me I've just had the biggest mind shift I've ever had and it was simply because the situation hadn't changed but the meaning she attributed to the situation changed and so she felt so differently about it we change. Nothing outside of it has to change for us to feel different and better. Through the use of the words and the language that you use to describe it and talk to yourself about it. Absolutely. That inner dialogue is so powerful. Very. So powerful. Yeah, well, powerful. I was going to say with a negative emphasis, it can be potentially debilitating sometimes. Well, yeah, that's that's what the awakening is, isn't it? It's about moving away from being an unconscious participant in your experience because people are always creating everything in their lives, but they don't realize they're talking themselves into hospital beds or whatever it is. I mean, I saw that with my family and that's what happened to me, you know, all this negative talk, always talking yourself into sickness beds and so on. But then all of a sudden you change, but it's good to know that just as easily as you've created that pattern, you can change it. Like you said, you know, by changing your story and tweaking that. And then that's the empowering stuff for sure. Absolutely love it. Okay. So have you got an offer for our listeners, Simone? And what is absolutely well my website is you can always jump on there and jump in and do a free session with me. So if there are any of your listeners that are resonating with my material and would love to come and experience this sort of movement as medicine, they can absolutely jump on my website there, thephoenixtribe.com.au and arrange a free trial session with me. And also there's a free resources page, which I'll give you the link to as well, with there's like a mini meditation affirmation session as well which is talking about what we've touched on today with the I am everything that follows your I am matters you know helping you to feel better about things by framing things differently and I think it's a little pdf download with seven steps to love yourself more so it's all about that you know ultimately we're about coming back to self-love and shining differently from within and then from my perspective anyway part of my journey here is obviously as that relates to health so when we can change our inner mechanics the physical body reflects that awesome fantastic okay Sergio, have you got anything else I feel so fabulous after this conversation and I (laughs) well that's terrific yeah I love talking to other people who think deeply this is why Sue and I started chatting because we like to talk about words and their meaning and I love talking to other people who think and talk like that as well it's just really I find it really life-affirming so thank you for being with us today My absolute pleasure. It's just been been lovely to be here. And I'm the same. You know, I love having conversations like this. You know, these next level conversations are uplifting. And like I said, they're empowering conversations, aren't they? 
Very much so. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much, Simone, for being here and CJ, who had to call in from the beautiful grounds of the university. (laughs) (laughs) And it did start raining for a bit there. I was about to get the umbrella out, but it stopped now. (laughs) Yeah, now I can see the sun coming out, so that's good. So, yeah, so thank you. And thank you to our listeners for joining us. And please check out Simone's website and her offer, and it will be in the show notes as well. So, yeah, once again, thank you. And tune in to our amazing podcast full of words next week which we will have another amazing guest. (laughs) Thank you very much, everyone. Thanks, Simone. Bye. Pleasure. Bye, Sue. See you, girls. Thanks for listening to Full of Words. We hope you've gained valuable insights and enjoyed the journey with us. Keep honing your communication skills for success and join us next time for more exploration of the power of language in business.